یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں like the, this was the beginning of the Jerry West like losing streak finals losing streak yeah exactly and the wikipedia article on the 1962 finals even says that th- this is when the lakers started to have a reputation of losing in big oh, games in the finals so um, not not something <laughs> i wanted to read before getting on the podcast <laughs> but the 1961 62 nba season um, i think that was the season where um, uh, uh, i think chamberlain had the 100 point game right in that season and uh, Oscar Robertson in, uh, averaged a triple-double but Bill Russell was the MVP like it was it was a pretty like iconic season in, in those ways mm-hmm. I, I think so true. yeah True, true, true. Also, number 62 uh, I actually recognize one of the guys who wore number 62 do you remember oh, wow. Scott Pollard? Of course I remember Scott Pollard <laughs> Yeah, Scott Pollard was number 62 Fantastic Okay So this is the Scott <laughs> Pollard in, uh, uh, episode I guess <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing spectacular, just solid old Scott Fowler. <laughs> uh, all right, so before we get to our special guest segment, there's a there's a little bit of Indian basketball news as we always round up. Yeah. Um, Karan, do you want to tell our listeners about uh, Mr. Rajesh Patel? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's sort of a bummer to change, uh, shift moods a little bit, but uh rajesh patel uh, if if you are a follower of indian basketball you've already heard everything about him and the news uh, he he passed away a few weeks ago he has really been uh, an award winning coach in india he's won more domestic medals in indian basketball than any other coach i think he's won over 100 medals for for chatisgarh's uh, girls teams youth teams junior teams sub junior teams he's really been the messiah of chatisgarh basketball for a long time and um he was 62 years old uh, not very old to be honest um and and died on his way to a basketball tournament it's, it's such like bittersweet um, it's such a bittersweet end he was taking the chatisgarh junior basketball team to the junior nationals from chatisgarh to uh, uh, to ludhiana uh, and he died on the way actually so um, rest in peace mr patel like i i i had the opportunity to meet him a few times interview him a few times just such a dedicated person for the last 30 40 years in indian basketball and really helped the rise of so many like if you guys uh like chatisgarh has really been the, uh, i won't even call it like a hidden secret because everyone knows it now but in the beginning like for, for everyone who's first going to learn about indian basketball and to find out what chatisgarh has all these top players chatisgarh is the most successful team it's it's a, it feels a bit random because it feels like it's out of so many of india's urban centers but he, it's been him he he worked at the bhilai steel plant for many decades and he helped so many of the young players especially young women especially women who come from tribal areas to uh, to to secure uh, jobs through basketball to play for railways to play for the national team um so yeah i think the basketball world in chatisgarh and uh, around the country really will miss him he coached the indian national team for a while too um yeah it's been a it, it's been a, a a sad few weeks because of that and um and the fact that he couldn't coach at the junior nationals like for him it was all about the basketball at the end of the day you know yeah absolutely uh, and as you mentioned karan he's uh, he's a guy who's uh, really well renowned in in the indian basketball circuit and you could you could see it when his death was announced all all of the like the ex coaches and all of the main players and everybody's yeah. pouring out condolence messages and talking about how impactful his um his presence was for chatisgarh basketball and indian basketball in general and he's, he's one of the one of the absolute legends out there um and may may he rest in peace um and you were talking about the junior nationals karan so that that also obviously happened yeah. um, not too long ago uh, what what are the results from that uh so the junior nationals ended um, i think about 
uh, when did it end now? Like it ended the week ago. We are sort of confused with time here. We're recording this on uh, May twenty second, which is a Tuesday. Uh, and so did the junior national finished finished about a week ago. Tamil Nadu women and Kerala men uh, were the champions, and the tournament was held in Ludhiana in uh, the very famous Guru Nanak Stadium. And we'll return to Ludhiana for our interview later today. So uh, it's a it's a very uh, Punjab centric episode actually. That's um, <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, congrats to Tamil Nadu's women's team for for winning the gold. I think this was their second consecutive uh, junior national uh, gold medal. I think so. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they won the title last year as well, and uh, mm-hmm. Kerala beat Rajasthan in the final to win. Uh, and mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to <clears throat> a few young stars. Vashnavi Yadav, who's from my home state, who plays in Uttar Pradesh, has uh, she, they didn't win uh, Uttar Pradesh finished with a bronze medal, but she's going to be a superstar. She had a record seventy one point game during this tournament, which is just absurd. Um, and I think in the bronze medal game or. Um, yeah, in the bronze medal game, she finished with a cool fifty-three. You know, so just uh, <laughs> what, a, what a slacker! She couldn't get a, the seventy-three again. <laughs> what a slacker! Yeah. Uh, uh, so sh- she's going to be a huge star in women's basketball. Someone to look forward to. Um, the, yeah. the, the, the Is men, she from Banaras as well? I don't think she's from Banaras. If she was from Banaras, you wouldn't hear me ever stop talking about it. That's uh, true. <laughs> uh, but 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 she is from Uttar Pradesh. She might be from. I don't even want to guess. She might be from Kanpur, <laughs> but I don't. I, I might be hundred percent wrong. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't actually hear too many of these stories when, like, a single-handedly somebody scores like seventy something points. Yeah. Uh, but when they do, we know that they are like special talents. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing what Vaishnavi Yadav um, achieves in the next few years. And she was. I mean, it's not just um, uh, her having individual performances. Obviously, she's been. The last few years, ever since she's been the youth and junior program, like everyone in, in UP knows know, knows who she is. She's become an icon already because um, mm-hmm. she's played well in the under 16s, under 18s for a few years, um, and and the team has had success. Like that's the most important part for them. Uh, uh, like it hasn't been until since you know back the Singh sisters days that the UP teams are winning medals again. You know in uh, the nationals. So I'm really happy for her, and the men's MVP was Rajiv Singh of Rajasthan. So congrats to him too. Uh, and a lot of these guys will be, uh, you know, the, the the junior nationals are fun because these are the people who are going to be. These are the young kids who are going to be the the future national team of India. So it's nice to see a glimpse of that early to see like which ones sort of rise to this occasion, like Vaishnavi, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which teams to look out for, and all that stuff. Excellent stuff. Um, and finally, um, do you want to tell the listeners about the basketball without borders uh, thing that happened in Delhi? Uh, it, it's it's going to happen. Basketball without borders and uh, is going to happen in New Delhi for the first time since like two thousand eight. The basketball without borders Asia camp is going to be in uh, the NBA Academy in uh, in Greater Noida, starting May thirtieth. And uh, these these camps are great. They, they, this is when uh, they just get like forty or fifty of the best uh, Asian players into the one one spot, and the NBA. Like you know, last few years, so many of these uh, like NBA prospects have been discovered in like basketball without borders, South America and Africa programs. So mm-hmm. who knows? Someone big could come from Asia. Ten years ago, Koshik, uh, mm-hmm. when basketball without borders was in Delhi, two thousand eight, uh, there was a young Banarsi kid who became the tournament's MVP. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. who, who who grew up to be the best guard in Asia and now is aging uh, opposite again. Uh, He's now course, 19 years old. I'm of course talking about the Brown Mamba Vishesh Bhrigawanshi. Um, and I don't know if I've told this story in Hoop Darshan. I probably have 10,000 times. But I remember... Like, did you did you meet him in, in, in a train, Karan? <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not that story. This is how I actually got my start in covering Indian basketball. I used to mm-hmm. work for Times of India and Varanasi. And... Um, and I had no like, spe- I mean, I love basketball, but I had no like specific interest in covering exclusively, you know, go- taking deep dives in Indian basketball back then. I was just doing whatever story. So I would do like, uh, you know, uh, so in Varanasi, the Ganga is dirty now, so I'll have to do an environmental story about the Ganga. Or, you know, sure. there's like the tourist numbers are decreasing, so I have to write about that. So stuff like that. And I, I, somebody told me that, hey, there's like a Banarsi kid who became MVP at an NBA camp. And I was like, what are we talking about here? How is this even possible? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know anything about Vishesh, you know, even though he was from my hometown. So I went and found him at the UP college. 
uh, I did this whole profile on him when he he was like 18 or 19 years old back then. Uh, I challenged him to a one-on-one game and he whooped my ass for one. I remember that score. <laughs> um, I'm surprised you got like a, you, you I, I got one. Hey, I I I I had and I continue to have a really good mid-range jumper. Okay. Um, <laughs> it so, might be dying in in today's game, but you I, definitely, yeah, it's a yeah, long start. I play the Carmelo Anthony role basically, which means no role. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but yeah, so 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 Vishesh won the MVP ten years ago, and I'm hoping history repeats itself. Now I'm hoping that uh, there'll be another young Indian player who'll be able to make their name just the way Vishesh did, and then eventually become a star again for India. That's fantastic. Uh, talk about like life coming in full circle. Um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, one of the more successful things that we've had Vishesh's career, and hopefully, there's it just leads to you know, a few more of those. All right, um, it's time to get to our special guest segment of the podcast. Um, Current, who do we have as our third time returning guest? You did you did tease us a little bit by saying um, he, it it will be from Ludhiana. So tell tell our listeners we are, um, we are going back. In. We're going back to Ludhiana. We are we are bringing back India's first and only NBA draftee, Satnam Singh. Uh, for the third time on Hoop Darshan, this is a big deal for us. As always, we love talking to Satnam. He's just a pure, raw, unfiltered uh, emotion. Um, really, and and um, like so, we recorded this conversation earlier, and I realized while I was talking to him that like, like he he is in a so of, he was a star of uh, documentary One in a Billion, and in terms of his uh, his life experience. There is no singular human being who's who has that has had that experience or even can relate halfway to what Satnam has had. You know, uh, obviously we've had uh, Amjot who has played in the G League too, but Satnam's story of going from this, the farm where he grew up in to becoming an NBA draft pick and to playing in the G League for two years and then now he's back in India playing for the national team is just uh, fascinating. Of course, yours tr- truly played a small role in the documentary. Um, so I, I was glad to, to to have my five minutes of fame in, in the Satnam movie. Um, Definitely a great cameo in the movie, and also, if I'm not mistaken, um, scolded by your mother for not having a haircut. Is that my, right? My mom was pissed. I didn't have a haircut. I didn't shave. Uh, I was like, but 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 this is you know, if 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 I'm gonna make you only get one chance to make a, a good first impression to international media, right? <laughs> this was gonna be. <laughs> Um, you 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 do you, Karan. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so um, so we, we interviewed. This is gonna be a fun interview because we interviewed. Um, we 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 always strive to like um, our our podcast. Now between me and Kaushik, we speak. You know, obviously we speak English, but we also speak our regional languages. But we strive to like keep English as the base because it's just the the medium we can reach the most amount of listeners as. Um, mm-hmm. But we also want to encourage our uh, our our guests to feel as free as possible to express their emotions. So so this is a very multilingual episode. Uh, I'm me and Kaushik are asking questions in English, but I'm sometimes asking in Hindi and Kaushik is sometimes asking in his uh, special Hindi, let's say. And uh, <laughs> I made and, like three three words in Hindi and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and Satnam is answering mostly in Punjabi and I'm doing the translation work. So there with us it's it, it's a it's a pretty fun conversation and obviously there's some things in, tra- in real time translation that i 100% get wrong so my punjabi people don't be mad at me i, I tried um but uh, here we go this is going to be yeah. a, a fun conversation with satnam yeah, yeah don't be mad with punjabi people we love we love butter chicken just as much as you guys do we i love butter chicken a lot more than most human beings alive so come on <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh, all right yes satnam singh so I'm really excited to uh, bring back Satnam Singh to the Hoop Darshan podcast. It's been a long time. Satnam, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing, man? We are great, Satnam. It's great to have you. This is your third appearance in Hoop Darshan. Uh, uh, Satnam, obviously, is famously the first Indian player to be drafted into the NBA. He played two years in the NBA G League for the Texas Legends, and now he's back in uh, playing for the Indian national team back home. He's played in so many of the last few tournaments, played a really important role for a national team. And most importantly, yes. Satnam was my co-star in the in, in the <laughs> wonderful Netflix movie One in a Billion. <laughs> yep. uh, so Satnam, where are you right now? I'm in Ludhiana. I'm Ludhiana. I'm practicing in Mr. Sadar. 
ਤੇ ਅਸ ਟਾਈਮ ਇੱਥੇ ਸਿਰਫ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ ਵਗੈਰਾ ਕਰ ਰਹੇ ਹਾਂ ਤੇ ਉਹ ਜਿਹੜੀਆਂ ਹੁਣ ਏਸ਼ੀਅਨ ਗੇਮਾਂ ਤੇ ਵਰਲਡ ਕੁਆਲੀਫਾਈਅਰ ਲਈ ਜਿਹੜੀਆਂ ਹੁਣ ਗੇਮਾਂ ਆ ਰਹੀਆਂ ਮੈਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਲਈ ਕੁਆਲੀਫਾਈਅਰ ਕਰ ਰਿਹਾ ਇਸ ਟਾਈਮ ਹਮ 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 So I mean it's now been a little bit more than a year since that documentary I think it's been a year and a half one and a half years since one in a billion came out yeah. um how do you feel that you know your life has changed since that movie came out you know life has changed ho gayi hai when you when you know movie movie bhi aaya movie chala lokan nu pata lagya publicity hoyi ya jehde chote bacche aa like you know my like little fans from my young young kids old kids Hmm. who play basketball who don't play basketball so it's really good for him kyunki unna nu pata lagge main kinna hard work karke itthon tak pahunchya kive pahunchya aur eh da matlab ki hai you know so eh unna liye bahut zyada sahi hai yes so he's i mean he's telling us that uh, it like how he's able to sort of like influence the next generation and inspire younger kids basically from his story right so but now satnam ab jab dekhte documentary when you watch it now How do you mm-hmm. feel like does it do you feel happy about your journey do you feel a little bit bitter sweet about your journey are you inspired by yourself yeah. like how do you feel when you <coughs> watch it again jab main dekhta hu mere mujhe acha lagta hai ki main itni itni mehnat karke tahan tak pahuncha ek movie bani hai aur documentary bani hai isko par aur main to ye chahta hu bhi ban to ki main chahta hu wapas wahan pe wapas jaau nba mein wahan pe aake khelu theek hai isliye main itni zyada mehnat kar raha hu yahan pe bhi ruk ke main mehnat kar raha hu ghar bhi nahi ja raha hu so itni zyada mehnat kar raha hu bhi every single day main non stop kar raha hu is waqt hmm 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 mera yehi maan mujhe hi mera maanna hai bhi main wapas wahan pe jaun aur khelu yeah so his uh, like the, the documentary inspires satnam of course and he and his dream is to go back to that level make it to that level again so satnam what was mm-hmm. your favorite part in one in a billion and i remember so i had two favorite parts one was of course when you were drafted that was the most beautiful like it was really especially when yeah. you watch the whole i think it, it begins with the preview that it will happen but when it actually happens mm-hmm. it's such a great moment and i think yeah, another really, really important moment was when um, when you used to be in img and uh, you've been in america uh, a few years and i think your 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 english wasn't strong enough so i think you were talking about how you you couldn't express yourself but the moment your english became good you became really confident and you were able to go out and make yeah. a change so tell us a little bit more about your early years in img and how how the confidence helped you magal ne ya e munda munda ni munda main gal thodi sahi hai bilkul kyunki main hun itthon tak pahunchya us se bore karke baaki hun aaya vi main te hi chahna ਵੀ ਆਉਣ ਵਾਲੇ ਸਮੇਂ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਜੰਗ ਬੱਚੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗ ਜੇ ਠੀਕ ਹੈ ਤੇ ਮੈਂ ਹੁਣ ਜਿੰਨੀ ਕੋਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਕਰ ਸਕਦਾ ਮੈਂ ਵਾਪਸ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਵਾਪਸ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਮੈਂ ਫਿਰ ਆਪਣਾ ਵਰਕਆਊਟ ਕਰਾਂ ਹਾਂ 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 ਇਹੀ ਮੇਰਾ ਗੋਲ ਹੈ ਕੋਸ਼ਿਕ ਯਾ ਸਤਨਾਮ ਆਈ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਆਸਕ ਯੂ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਯੂਅਰ ਸਿਚੁਏਸ਼ਨ ਰਾਈਟ ਨਾਓ ਵੇਅਰ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਬੈਕ ਇਨ ਇੰਡੀਆ ਐਂਡ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਪ੍ਰੀਪੇਅਰਿੰਗ ਫੋਰ um the asian games and some of the qualifiers yeah. that are coming up uh, how how has your return to india been and how is it how does it feel to play regularly now especially with the national team really sabse jyada hard se jab return hua yahan pe wapas usko sabse mili hard tha aur different situation different shows ye sab kuch aur usse mili the ball hard ho gaya tha ki abhi main kaise jaau kya karu kaise karu ki wahan pe jaake kaise khelunga playeron ke sath kaise baatein karunga ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਪੈਸੇ ਜੁਲਾਏਗੇ ਤੂੰ ਵਹਾਂ ਪੇ ਗਿਆ ਕੁਝ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕੀਤਾ ਜੇ ਉਹ ਤੋਂ ਕਾਫੀ ਟੈਸਟ ਪਰ ਐਸਾ ਕੁਝ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਇਆ ਪਰ ਮੈਨੇ ਫਿਰ ਵੀ ਆਪਣੇ ਆਪ ਨੂੰ ਸਟਰੋਂਗ ਕਰਕੇ ਤੋਂ ਮੈਨੇ ਵਹਾਂ ਤੱਕ ਉਹ ਚੀਜ਼ ਕੀ ਜੋ ਮ
So Satnam was saying that he felt the pressure of, you know, like going back, would he feel that the other players would say things to him that, that he's back now or, 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 or would they like, would, would there be an adjustment period with the new coaches? Would they tell him that he came, he, he came back to the US so early? But when he actually returned, he realized he didn't see some of those problems. Um, and it was like quite easy for him to come back in the team. Right, Satnam? Would you say it was easier for you to... It was a little bit easier for the national team. Yeah, I think it's better for me to be back. If I don't play games there, I don't have to play games there. My game is broken and I don't have to play games there. It's good to India I और जहां पे पहुंचा और वहां पे मैं 3 साल में नहीं कर सका जो मैंने यहां पे आके 7 महीनों में कर दिया 7 महीनों मतलब भी मैंने वो गेम ही इंप्रूव कर दी मेरे को पूरा फुल टाइम मिला खेलने के लिए और मेरे को अच्छी-अच्छी अपॉर्चुनिटी भी आएंगी तो इससे मेरे को मान जेकर अभी जेकर मैं एशियन गेम्स अच्छी खेलता हूं तो मेरे और भी ज्यादा अपॉर्चुनिटी आ सकती है सो सो सतनाम in the last seven or eight months, what he couldn't achieve in the last three years, and I think he's really hopeful that you know, with the if he plays well now in the Asian Games, the, he'll he'll get even more opportunities. He'll become even more of a mainstay in the national team. और उसमें ज़्यादा खेलने का time ज़्यादा मिलेगा, ठीक है? बाकी बाकी चीजों से ज़्यादा अच्छा हो जाएगा. That's great, Satnam. The, uh, the last thing we wanted for you is to not play anymore. So I'm really glad that um, coming back here has helped your, uh, get your get a little more playing time to hone your basketball skills. So what do you think has changed about your your role and your approach for the Indian national team? My role is that I can help the Indian team, for the Indian basketball hooper, and the children can help them, I can help them, and I can help them. और वो करूंगा हां जगह उसके अलावा एक कहीं और अपॉर्चुनिटी मिलती मैं वहां पे जाऊंगा खेलूंगा खेल के और बताऊंगा या सो ही सेइंग लाइक हिज हिज रोल इज रियली जस्ट ही जस्ट वांट्स टू हेल्प इंडियन बास्केटबॉल एज मच एज पॉसिबल इंस्पायर द यंग किड्स आल्सो टू बास्केटबॉल एज मच एज पॉसिबल बट आल्सो वांट्स टू कीप एन आई ओपन इफ ही गेट्स एन अपॉर्चुनिटी टू गो अब्रॉड ही विल टेक दैट यू नो सो सतनाम लास्ट 2 इयर्स जो आप खेले हो जी लीग लास्ट 2 एंड 3 इयर्स यू प्लेड इन द जी लीग uh, what have been some of the best memories of living in America? You know, the, what, what, what are the, some of the best things about about living in Texas and the U.S.? Is there uh, what do you miss the most? Man, I different. Missing American और काफी चीजें जो मिस कर रहा हूं पर मैं मोस्टली जो ज्यादा मिस सब वो मैं अपनी अपॉर्चुनिटी मिस कर रहा हूं जो मेरी अपॉर्चुनिटी मेरे को मिली थी वो वापस उन्होंने ले ली पर मैं चाहता हूं मैं वापस वहां पे जाके वो अपॉर्चुनिटी दोबारा उनसे लूं सो ये नहीं अभी सिर्फ टैक्सिस में टैक्सिस लेजेंड से खेलूं किसी भी टीम से अपॉर्चुनिटी मिलेगी तो मैं खेलूंगा सो सो सतनाम सेइंग दैट ही इज लाइक यू नो ही ऑब्वियसली मिसेस द फूड ही मिसेस द फ्रेंड्स ही मिसेस लाइक द प्रैक्टिस अपॉर्चुनिटीज हियर इन द यूएस बट मोर देन एनीथिंग he says he misses the opportunity he's lost, you know, like after he had that chance to be there to play for all these years and now he's back. And really, like, he wants to go back, like, if, whether it's Texas, Legends, wherever it's whatever, he really wants to go back there. Uh, Satnam, tell me, like, what's your, what's the one food you miss the most? This is always a main discussion point in Hoop Darshan. We talk about food <laughs> too much. So what is, what, what is the thing, like, see, I, I, I'll miss the cheeseburgers. I'll just, just very much good... You know, beef cheeseburgers. You know, I, I really miss only for like a chicken wing, stuff like that. And also... That's good. Um, like a fish, uh, fi- like fish, you know. Yeah. And also chicken and stuff. Like, it's really different, you know, so that it's I miss all bigger. this stuff. It's bigger. Everything is huge. <laughs> and like you finally yeah. get the dishes that are your size, I think. <laughs> I know, I know. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> And so, like, what would you say that you've learned the most from your American experience? See, Deko, now you come back, you have so much more experience than 99% of basketball players in India. Maybe 100% actually. So, like, yeah. w- w- what lessons can you bring back to, you know, the Indian basketball players? I can do everything I can do 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 
कोई अपॉर्चुनिटी कोई मजबूरी थी कोई जरूरी था कोई ऐसी प्रॉब्लम आ गई थी और इसलिए मैं वापस आया हूँ और कुछ भी नहीं तो मैं ये पूछ रहा हूँ तुम उनको क्या मतलब अपने तुम क्या सीखे हो जो इंडियन प्लेयर्स को सिखा सकते हो मैं उनको डिसिप्लिन में रहो कोचिंग इज्जत करो ठीक है और एक दूसरे के प्लेयर की मदद करो जितनी कर सकते हो और हाँ। जितना जितना हाँ। सही रहोगे जितनी कोचों की बात मानोगे जितना उनके नीचे लगोगे उतना ही आप लोगों के लिए अच्छा क्योंकि उतना ही आगे जाओगे जब कोचों के आगे बोलोगे ऐसा कुछ बोल और उससे आप आगे नहीं जा पाओगे उससे क्योंकि आप लोगों की इज्जत और आप लोगों का मान वो सब नीचे कम हो जाता है Yeah. So everyone, I will say to everyone, just make sure stay healthy, stay friendly, mm-hmm. stay like uh, happy with your friends and also your teammates mm-hmm. and coaches. Everyone. Yeah. Satnam, I want to ask you about little bit, little bit more about your time in the US. Um, you learned. You said you learned a lot. You miss a lot of the stuff there. What do you think was the most difficult part of your? um us us time was it was it the game time was it lack of playing was it um the style of play what what were the biggest challenges that you had in in america so se badi cheez to jaise bhi mere ko opportunity mili ya theek hai baaki mere ko wahan pe jaise ki jo india mein kabhi aaya nahi tha wo jo cheez india mein kabhi kisi ko mili nahi hai wo sabse badi cheez mili to to sabse bada challenge kya tha matlab sabse चैलेंज यही था भी वहाँ पे यकीन नए प्लेयर आ गए ठीक है कॉलेज प्लेयर आ रहे हैं नए तो नए प्लेयर आ रहा है कोई पुराना प्लेयर आ गया कोई एनबीए प्लेयर आ गया कोई कोई आ गया और उनके साथ खेलने का मौका मिल रहा है कोई पुराना कोच आ गया कोई एनबीए पे खेला हुआ कोच मेरे को प्रैक्टिस करा रहा है उसके साथ मैं चैलेंज कर सकता हूँ तो ऐसी बहुत चीजें हैं जो मेरे को चैलेंज करने से मेरे को आगे बढ़ा सकती थी मुश्किल क्या लगा मुश्किल तो कुछ भी नहीं था ऐसा कुछ भी मुश्किल नहीं था यही था भी वो चांस मिल जाता तो मुश्किल भी हट जाती यू नो ट्रू या इट्स ऑल फॉर अपॉर्चुनिटी लाइक इफ ही हैड यू नो इफ ही हैड द अपॉर्चुनिटीज प्ले ही वुड हैव शोन एवरीवन दैट लाइक ही बिलोंग्स देयर सतनाम लेट्स टॉक अबाउट अ लिटिल बिट मोर अबाउट द अदर पंजाबी प्लेयर्स हु आर यू नो हु आर प्लेइंग एट अ प्रीटी गुड लेवल you know you have seen now that you're back you've seen uh, amjot who's uh, who got a chance to play in the g league amritpal uh, got a chance to play in uh, australia um mm-hmm. what what do you think about their improvements and and their rise you know mai to ye kahunga bhi jitne bhi nba player hai jo bhi amjot ho gaya amritpal ho gaya inko khud ko bhi samajhna chahiye kyunki jo jo ye galti kare wo galtiyan na kare और मैं चाहता हूँ जितना हो सकता है अपने आप को फिट करें फिट करके वापस आए इंडिया टीम से खेलें और सबके साथ रन मिल के रहें जितना जितना एक दूसरे के रन मिल के रहेंगे उतना ही उनके लिए अच्छा है like you'll agree with mm-hmm. this like this like for example i'm just playing in the g league he's he has yeah. like and you you're the only one who can relate to him you know you're the aap hi ek bande ho jinko ne experience usko wo experience pata hai ki kya lagta hai travel karna g league mein ghumna matlab khelne ko 5 minute milenge shayad aur usme apna naam banana hai which is very difficult like to so point i know so do you have any advice for him usko kya salah doge मैं ये कहूंगा भी जितना टाइम मिला ठीक है तुम खेला अच्छे बात है पर जगह तुम वापस इंडिया में आते हो वो चीज मत दिखाओ जो आप लोग वहां पे दिखा रहे हो किसी को मत दिखाओ तो अपना खुद का खेलो यार अमेरिका वापस आया मैं किसी को कुछ नहीं बोलता हूँ अपना अपना खुद का खेलता हूँ अपने अपना खेलता हूँ चाहे मेरे को कोई मारे चाहे पीटे चाहे कुछ भी करे मेरे को किसी को कुछ भी लेना देना नहीं है क्यों जब आप आप किसी को मारोगे या कुछ और कोई आपको मारेगा 
आप एक दूसरे गाली गाली वाली गाली निकालोगे और उससे तो आपकी इज्जत कम हो जाएगी और आप आपके ऊपर बैड प्रेशर मिलेगा ठीक है ना <laughs> और उससे अच्छा भी किसी को कुछ भी मत बोलो यार अपना खुद का ही करो और आराम से खेलो मैं जहाँ पे आऊँ अपना मैं खुद का खेल ही जा रहा हूँ मेरे को किसी को लेना देना चाहे मेरे कूड़ी मारे चाहे मेरे चपेड़ा मारे मुँह पे मेरे को कुछ कुछ नहीं लेना देना सीधी सी बात है और मैं अपना खुद का खेल रहा हूँ खेला हूँ दस से मैं वही बोल रहा हूँ मैं करम भैया देखो मैं किसी के बारे में बात नहीं करना चाहता प्लीज मैं ये टॉपिक हटाना चाहता हूँ ड and just like uh, so satnam the way you have done acha what do you think about the young player like you know this young player called principal singh who's improving a lot yeah. do you think he has uh, do you think he has skills do you think he can be a star in the future yeah 100% 100% he can play anywhere yeah. and i he now i told him you have to go into with me for india camp and i go teach you how you control your body and how you control your mindly just yeah. sometimes he not control sometimes he fighting with referee but i was i told him i said if you do this mm-hmm. and if the, if you do this like one or two time okay mm-hmm. if you do it again then he go fire you for like a two three years mm-hmm. and you done for your life mm-hmm. now you start on your life mm-hmm. and don't do anything stupid stuff and they will go kick you out you know ab satnam wo to that is the part of the the that is the reason so many of the punjabi players are so good also na you guys are very feisty वही तो बात है ना इनको उनको पता नहीं चलता हम लोगों को गुस्सा कैसे कंट्रोल करना ठीक है किसी ने गलती की है छोड़ो यार पर उसमें जगह गुस्सा करोगे खुद की प्रॉब्लम आएगी किसी और की प्रॉब्लम नहीं उसमें इट्स द ड्रीम ऑन ग्रीन कनेड्रम सतम आई वॉन्ट टू आस्क यूर फ्यूचर एंड वॉट यू होप टू अचीव इन इन द नेक्स्ट ईयर और सो वॉटिन नेक्स्ट मेरा यही है जहाँ पे जितना टाइम इंडिया में हूँ इंडिया की टाइम से खेलूंगा और जितनी मेरी जो मेरी स्टडी है मैं उसको स्टडी का कंप्लीट करूं और कंप्लीट करके अपने जो भी हो सकता है जहां पे जॉब मिल सकती है वहां पे जॉब लेके अपने मम्मी डैडी को पालूं प्लसूं तो सतनाम वांट्स टू बेसिकली प्ले एज मच एज ही कैन फॉर इंडिया ही वांट्स टू फिनिश स्टडी सतनाम आप आप स्टडीज क्या कर रहे हो आई डोंट नो कि यू आर डूइंग अभी मैं अभी मैं स्टडी का मैं अभी बीए का सब कर रहा हूं ओके सो ही इज फिनिशिंग हिज कॉलेज इज डूइंग हिज बीए एंड ही वांट्स टू हेल्प हिज फैमिली आउट और उसके आगे सतनाम क्या गोल है आपका जी अगर मेरे को वापस एनडीए में अपॉर्चुनिटी मिलती है एनडीए में जाऊंगा जगह नहीं मिलेगी तो नहीं तो टाइम इंडिया टीम से और कहीं मैं जैसे कहीं से नौकरी लड़ूंगा अपने आप पुलिस में और कहीं और ऐसी जगह सो हिज गोल रियली इज लाइक ही हिज एंबिशन इज टू गो बैक टू द एनबीए इफ ही कैन मेक इट देयर ही विल ही विल वांट्स टू गो बैक अदरवाइज ही वांट्स टू कंटिन्यू प्लेइंग फॉर द इंडियन टीम एंड बी बी एम्प्लॉयड हियर इन इंडिया इन सम प्लेस लाइक पंजाब पुलिस यस Satnam thank you so much for joining us again on Hoop Darshan no it's problem. always thank a pleasure so to yeah. hear you speak thank your you mind out like this it's it's brilliant thank you so much and keep keep no doing your hard work and good I stuff you follow thanks Please, satnam uh, take care or uh, bas next jo tournaments ke liye good luck or uh, I, i hope you know I, i hope they make another documentary on you sure 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 <laughs> take care satnam <laughs> thank you bye bye thank you bye bye So I want to thank Satnam Singh for uh, coming back on Hoop Darshan for the third time. Uh, it's been it's been so many years. We have seen Satnam on this. You know, if we, if we just chart his life through our podcast, we have seen him go from uh, a, a young man who was like a month away from from making it to the NBA, making history, um, to some somebody who's already spent a couple of years in the G League, to now where he's at the stage where he's he. he he seems to to start to realize where he, where his talents may lie um and and he's like really dedicated in making the best of the opportunity he has now yeah absolutely um i, I think we could really see that 
uh, he's he's feeling a bit different if you compare his previous episodes where we've sp- spoken to him it's primarily been when he was in in the US and going yeah. through um that unique journey that you spoke about some time back um but now he he's back he's comfortable like he's in his own lands he's you can see it there's like little more confidence in him that he's now that he's getting regular playing time um yeah it, it was it was interesting to see like a different version of him obviously he got um a, a little passionate about a few different topics um, throughout that whole interview and you, you could see that you know some things he was feeling a bit differently compared to prior um yeah all in all like it, it's it's never a dull moment talking to satnam he's just one of those people who who speaks with his heart pretty much like he yeah. doesn't think about it sometimes he just goes for it uh, and that's that's one of the best things about speaking to satnam Yeah and as I was saying earlier he really has had a one in a billion experience in his lifetime there's no one Oh well done Karan <laughs> no one there's there, there's no one who could give us the perspective he can uh, I'm sure like uh, if we speak to Amjot Singh who spent his time in uh, the G League too has had his share but uh, Satnam's experience has just been wild so um yeah absolutely i i'm really glad that he's getting to play now uh, yeah. i think he he kind of hit a wall in terms of his development in the us when he wasn't getting enough game time so um can only can only be a good thing for him whether whether this means he he will have another shot at playing at an international um, league somewhere else we don't know but uh, i think he's doing the best for himself and i'm glad that he took that decision uh, koshik we all dream of the nba satnam dreams of the nba um Every young player dreams of the NBA. Luka Doncic also dreams of the NBA. Um, oh yes, let's I, I w- talk about Luka. I would like to take this moment to to shift our conversation a little bit towards uh, the lottery and about the upcoming NBA draft and about our uh, eternal man crush Luka Doncic, who's 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 hopefully is just messing around when he says he he's not he's not sure if he wants to leave Real Madrid yet. Um, uh, I think he's doing he's doing two things together. One of them is just. She's being respectful to Madrid by saying that you know his season is still not over. He just yeah. recently won the Euro League, well, which is Europe's premier contest, and there's also like a few games left in the Spanish competition. Yeah. So I think he's just being professional uh, and saying that he's not thinking about anything in the future, the way most scripted media interviews seem to be. Uh, yeah. And also, I think there is a second school of thought that he's. He's kind of using that as leverage to stay and not go to crappy teams, aka yeah. Sacramento Kings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I really wish I had like just you know just we as Indians is based on our ethnicity. I, I wish we just had an inside ear to um, Vivek Ranadive, just so that we could like just send him some energy and advice somehow because. Yeah, D- dude is not doing a good job out there. I'm just, no, uh, it's just sad. Might yeah. be a really successful like businessman, but when it comes to all the basketball decisions that he's made, um, no, it's uh, it's it's not it's not the best record in terms of franchises for the last few years or so. Um, Listen, yeah, v- Vivek, you, uh, Vivek G, you 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 have a chance to redeem yourself and explain yourself. You're always invited in Hoop Darshan, the 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 number one uh, source for basketball in India. um and 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 it, we we will graciously host you and uh, we, we can talk about the kings and about growing up in bombay so yeah, yeah absolutely just so, um, so just so I put that out of the universe that, oh, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think personally that the suns are going to pick him number 1 uh, i hope they do cuz they have his ex coach right they have his current coach actually they have his current slovenian national oh, well, team slovenian coach team. yeah 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 Yeah, and uh, Igor Kokoshkov has been in the NBA for 15 years without anybody knowing it. Yeah. Um, finally, gets his first head coaching job, and surprise, surprise, it's the same year as uh, one of the U- Europe's hottest prospects comes into the comes into the league. I think that they're they're try- uh, in their own interest. They're trying to keep it as open as possible, and I yeah. think for all. that's spoken about Luka um the under 18 also merits equal shot at getting the first pick yeah but i th- i think it'll go it'll go only in one direction i i hope it's luka cuz i feel like out of all of these guys he's the most ready to be uh, like he's like i, I think aiton could long term be a more valuable player like that's debatable cuz he just has the physical tools to be but he's mm-hmm. going to take him a few years to develop i think whereas with luka yeah. i think he's just ready Plus the way the NBA is turning, changing now, like it's guys like Luca, like who can guard four positions and play four positions on both, and like he's just he can do a lot of stuff. Like whatever team you put him in, 
he'll find a yeah. role. You know. Yeah. How many how many teams have we seen in the playoffs um, this year that could really use a six foot eight playmaking shooting guard who can play, who can rebound, who can you know play people with size? It, they are not not exactly uh, you know easy to come by, and well, they are the ones that that they're the ones that make a big impact. Uh, if you look at the Celtics, the Warriors, you know teams like these that are consistently doing really really well they're filled with filled with like five and six of these guys so uh, i think i think phoenix don't don't overthink this yeah. don't think about like the lack of athleticism and stuff like that he um, it's it's going to change when he comes into like nba uh, level of you know strength training and agility yeah. training and stuff like that with diets and um, you know, and he's been he's been consistently playing for about two years now without a break. He hasn't had a chance to work on his yeah, like non basketball yeah, skills. Yeah. Um, just don't overthink this. That it's, kind of basketball IQ is is really hard to come by. It's this is what I've learned from the Porzingis overthinking. Like I remember mm-hmm. when Porzingis was about to be drafted. Like I was among the many who like would doubted it. Like I, yeah. I, I was like, is come on. Like I don't know anything about this guy. And and now like Porzingis is basically my my son. So like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he it and what you said is ex- exactly right. Like once once the, like they already uh, Luca is similar in that sense. Like he already has the intellectual and the sort of like game sense tools to be a dominant player. Um, mm-hmm. And once you once you then start like uh, training his body to also then match up to the NBA level, it'll, it'll take yeah. like a while. But once he gets there, he'll be unbelievable. Um, yeah, absolutely. But that said, like I, I'm kind of also rooting for uh, guys like Aiton, DeAndre Aiton, or and like um, and Mobamba, like these guys. I want them to make it because I, I want big guys to make a comeback. It's kind of sad that when he's watching the playoffs, and yeah, and there's just there's no space on the floor for a big anymore. I mean, Clint Capella gets is like the one big guy who gets to play a lot. Tristan Thompson yeah. once in a while, like there's. Is this if if you are a, a big player, the only kind of big players who are now um, uh, playing valuable minutes in the playoffs? I mean, I count Anthony Davis because he's a freak of nature. He's incredible. So unless you're yeah. at the level of a complete unicorn like AD, or maybe hopefully in the future like Embiid, guys like that, um, you, you you have to be more of like a role-playing big man. You know, like we've seen how yeah. Al Horford has been successful, and Al Horford's success has really come out of the fact that he's willing. He he's Big-ish, really, but he's not really like he could defend the perimeter too. So um, yeah. I, it's I, I want big guys to to play play a bigger role again. In, yeah, absolutely. In uh, it wasn't wasn't that long ago that Al Horford was questionable for you know can he defend fours in the league? Oh, that's God. what that's what it was when he first came in. Uh, and I find it laughable. That, he he can yeah. defend every position except maybe the point guard. I think you know. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Um, yeah, but I, I do I do agree with you. I think that the big men need to make a comeback in the league. I feel like the league, everybody plays the same way now, and it like it has potential to get like boring and stagnating in some time. So um, the likes of Embiid and you know Carl Anthony Towns and guys like these, we need we need more big guys in the league uh, so that you know we can we can mix it up a little bit. The the everything everyone plays the same way thing. I I, I don't I I just blame that on the. I think that the best team of every era dictates how everyone else is gonna play. So when like the mm-hmm. Jordan Bulls were the best team, everyone wanted to rough them up and like play. Like the only way you could counter that was play really physical. So that's why the '90s are sort of remembered for like really ugly basketball. Um, mm-hmm. And I think now that everyone just needs to find an antidote for the Warriors. And so the Rockets have just gone completely supernova and only shooting threes pretty much. Whereas. Uh, <laughs> Like the Cavs, who can't play defense, uh, but but their success has come from spreading the floor and shooting threes too. And same with, like I think, and this is why the Celtics have been successful, I guess, right? Because they have been able to do a mini version of the Warriors do, which which is like yeah, really good yeah. defense, but also shoot threes pretty well. Um, have really smart players on the floor at all times. Like everyone's moving the the, the yeah. offense of both the the Celtics and the Warriors. Um, so Kaushik, like before we go, uh, we are about at the time we're recording this. I think uh, four games are done in both series. No, uh, uh, sorry, three, three in games, the West yeah. and four, four, four in the East. For, for the Warriors is tonight. Uh, what has stood out for you in in both of the series? Why don't you go one by one? All right. So from the West, the thing that has stood out is like how 
Uh, can we swear on this podcast? Yes, we can. How fucking good! How fucking good uh, the Golden State Warriors! Like it's almost it's almost depressing to see how good they are. Yeah. Uh, when when they care about it and they play hard. Um, yeah. Yeah. Houston really can't do much, and we saw that in Game Three as well as Game One. So I'm only hoping that you know, tomorrow Houston can somehow pull a victory so that this yeah. this series remains relevant. Otherwise, it's it's finishing very soon, and you know we'll see two time back to back. Golden State Warrior Championships. Uh, on the other side, I'm really, really keen to see whether the Celtics can, you know, bring back some momentum in Game Five at home. Um, I, I don't know if I want the Celtics to win. I don't ever want them to win. But I'm also really <laughs> curious to see what happens if LeBron doesn't hit the finals this time. Um, yeah. You know, what what, what kind of um, decision does he take based off of you know really having absolutely this? This is one of the shittiest teams that he's been part of. Uh, he's really pulling like a bag of shit to to wherever he's going, <laughs> um, and like you would think that he doesn't want to waste his next few years, you know, whatever time he has left in the prime. Uh, so I think I think it will accelerate the fact that he may want to leave Cleveland if he loses. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, I don't really want the Celtics to win. So I, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> so you, you clearly have a less less biased opinion about the Celtics and Cavaliers. Um, like, <laughs> well, my I just hold a certain grudge with the issue of people saying that LeBron is carrying a shitty team. Because, okay, I get it. it this is not... Um, like last year's Warriors, uh, Cavaliers team with Cav, uh, with Kyrie. And I, I remember mm-hmm. they beat Warriors one game in the in the playoffs. And yeah. I, and this I, year, it's going to be zero. Yeah. And that was a very, very good team. The Cavaliers team in any other era of NBA history. We'll be talking yeah. about them where... Like LeBron, Kyrie and Kevin Love. And then you get guys like Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith and Kyle Cover. Like That's a really good team. Oh, 100%. I'm only talking about this year's team. So, so yeah, I'm getting to that. I feel that it's... I don't think it's a shitty team. I just think they play a shitty system. I think if you give Brad Stevens this team, he would make so much... He would make, like... Uh, or you give Popovich this team, he, he, he would make the best out of the Kevin Love usage. He would make the best out of Tristan Thompson. He would make the best out of even JR, you know, George Hill. Like, I don't think these are bad players. I just think these are players in... And this has always been my caveat with the way LeBron... Like, the, the, the LeBron brand of selflessness... Like, LeBron is a very selfless basketball player. He keeps the ball moving, he keeps his teammates involved. But also, weirdly enough, he doesn't make his teammates better. Like, I, I know that's a weird thing to say. Like No, he, I, think, I think I agree with you, but it's just that in... Like... When you say some an opinion like this, p- people will just jump on you saying that oh, what an idiot! Yeah. You don't it's, you don't know anything about it's uh, no basketball. Ass. Like it's he 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 makes them, he gives them good opportunities, but I don't think he empowers them to be better players. So it's like when you join a LeBron James team, you know that you're going to basically be his like like you're going to to the LeBron worship basically, and so like yeah, all you're yeah. doing in your life is to like like no one is asking what is going to be like. Kevin loves goal at the end of the season. Like, no one gives a shit. It's like basically the LeBron goal, which is yeah. fine because it works. Like, he'll get you to the finals every, every year. So, why are you complaining? You know? Mm-hmm. But then, but what it does is that I think it, and, I, and I've, it's similarly playing with Westbrook, I think is the same similar situation, except LeBron's way more successful. Uh, but yeah. in the sense that he gets the assist numbers, but he doesn't really make the guys better on their own. You know? So, when, when he's not there, they have, they very rarely do well when he's not like clearly leading them forward. So it's it's the gift and the curse of LeBron. He he can do everything, but because he can do everything, mm-hmm. no one else is expected at all. You know. Um, yeah. So what I, about the West? So yeah, uh, just to finish this off, like I I I I, the, I love what the Celtics have done so far. I I still think I I think the Cavs are gonna take it just because like you you do I I never count against LeBron in the East. It just never happens. Yeah. Um, in six or seven. Oh, I, I think it'll go seven. I think it might be a game yeah. seven in Boston. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those things where this is like the LeBron legacy play. Uh, it'll go to game seven in Boston yeah. and him single-handedly carrying this be. team in game seven on, on the Boston floor. On the Boston floor, uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a story that um, I, yeah, it's the most <laughs> predictable direction. I, I I doubted LeBron in the Toronto series and it's just the dumbest thing I've ever... One of the dumbest things I've ever <laughs> in my lifetime. One of, the, one of the five dumbest things in my whole... Yeah, you need to cough it for that. I, I, like, I, I I actually had the Raptors winning in six. Not even seven. I was, like, very confident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, they got fucking swept. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I think... 
I, I love what Boston has done this season. I just feel that, like, LeBron just, he, he knows how, how to win Eastern Conference games. Um, yeah. The West, I agree with you with 100%. The, the West is something that, I'm glad that the Rockets exist and they're so good. They won 65 games. They are one of the best teams we have seen because they show us that how good the Warriors are. Like the Warriors, the, the whole excuse that the Warriors, the Warriors are playing against one of the great teams, you know, that we've had and they're making yeah. them look pretty average. And I think yeah. that's the, we, we will look back and remember this Warriors team as, like in my opinion, I said this uh, at the end of the finals last year, I think this is the greatest team of all time. Like the, the playoffs, the way they played. I'm not talking about any individuals I'm saying as a unit. Um, yeah. And, uh, no, just, it's just it's just really hard to beat this Warriors team when they're firing on all cylinders like that, and they didn't they didn't really get to that place till Steph Curry went berserk in in the third quarter. It's always it it, it always ends with Steph Curry. He is the yeah. Like I, I was watching Game Three with my friends, uh, you know, live on TV, and it was just it's such an exhilarating experience watching him rev up. Like when he had those six or seven straight shots in the like his three was going in, so he started attacking the basket. There, yeah. it's 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 one of the most beautiful things in basketball because the crowd gets really excited and then the the opposing team just just feels the momentum just snatched away from them like they they, they can't do a thing because uh, yeah. he, he just controls the whole game when he's shooting and when he's attacking like that and then you exactly. forget that they also have like Kevin Durant in the same team <laughs> they all also also have like like, like if Draymond and Clay are your third slash fourth best option like Clay hasn't even played well actually and yeah. I. If I have to predict, I think the, tonight's game four. Uh, mm-hmm. I could be wildly wrong, but by the time you guys hear this, the game will probably be over. If I have to predict, I think it's gonna be the Clay Thompson game. I think Steve Kerr will design to get Clay Thompson open shots early, just to like frustrate the opponents even more. That like, oh, you guys already have a plan for Curry and Durant now. Here's another weapon, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So the Warriors are gonna win a title. Is basically <laughs> the, the <Yeah>. conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Um, on that note, I think we should bring to an end a uh, really eventful episode number 62. Um, thanks as always for tuning in to our podcast. Um, you can follow us at, on Twitter. Karan is at Hoopistani and at Karan Madhokwan. Um, I'm at underscore Kashik7. The podcast is at Hoopdarshan. We're also available on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, and a bunch of other places. So um, keep keep listening to us if it's possible. Give us a review or a rating. That really helps. If you've got any questions for us, um, send them in and we'll be more than happy to give you a shout out. And speaking of shout outs, I think I'd like to end this episode by shouting out um, you, Karan. Um, congrats on impending fatherhood i don't know if you want that to be announced but i'm more than happy to do it <laughs> thanks a lot uh it's impending, impending. <laughs> we'll, yeah we'll but but thank you it's just uh i i i i, I feel just as luca Doncic would before before draft day you know that's oh that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic that's fantastic um, exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks as always uh, and until next time hashtag india basketball